Merry Christmas, friends. If you feel frazzled by Christmas preparations and festivities, then you are in the right place because I feel this also. And so I am going to give you a gift. It is the gift of a reflective moment where we look at rhythms of grace that help us still the hustle so we can more fully savor the wonder. Like breathing, rhythms are strong, regular, repeated patterns that open the passageway for me to breathe the air of grace. 2 Corinthians 9.8 says, And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiency in all things, at all times, you may abound in every good work. So without further ado, here is Beth Runkel. She was with us last Christmas to talk about Advent, and today she is going to help us still the hustle to savor the wonder. Beth, it's really awesome to talk to you again at Bull Mercy's podcast. Welcome back, and thanks for being here. Thank you. It's my pleasure. My favorite subject. So as I just called you, you are our Advent guru, so we are going to be sending out your episode, this this mini-series that I'm going to be doing. We're going to be sending out yours first. And so um, the question that I have for you is, what are some Christmas rhythms of grace that you've implemented in your own life and in your family's life that have really open space for the wonder of this season? Yeah, well, this is a topic I love to talk about because of how it's transformed my own family, of how we focused on Jesus throughout the season of Advent, which is pretty much the month of December. And there's really two major things I want to share. Um, first of all is you cannot add to your calendar without removing things from your calendar. Um, mm-hmm. And so before you consider any ideas I'm going to give you or any of this stuff on my blog, which is bethrunkle.com, it's just something free I offer to share my heart with people, but you need to pray over every commitment that you're going to make throughout the entire month. As soon as possible um, in the month of December or even before December, I want to encourage you to get out your calendar and pray over it. And every mm-hmm opportunity that comes your way, I want to encourage you to pray about it. Should this be on your calendar or not? And something that I use is, is this event going to be something that ministers to me or ministers to others or both? And that helps me be discerning about what I can do because our lives are really busy. Um, and, uh, we can't add time to have a rhythm of grace if we don't take away. And I think that's Mm. something that I love to do in December so that we focus on Jesus intentionally throughout the month of December, almost every day, um, to make him a big deal because he really is the biggest deal. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I just want to encourage you, first of all, um, to pray over your calendar and resist the temptation to say yes to invitation. You do not need to go to every cookie exchange and every party that you're invited to. Yeah, um, so and well said. Resist the temptation to be Pinterest or social media worthy. I don't really think that any of the ideas that I promote are difficult. I don't think I live a Pinterest worthy life. Um, my goal is to live a Christ centered life. So 
our biggest thing that we did that was a rhythm of grace for our family was um, daily devotions throughout the month of Advent that were focused on the initial Christmas story of Christ coming into the world and also looking forward to his coming again. Hmm. We did an Advent wreath. We would sing a Christmas um, song and then we would have a short devotion um, and lighting of the Advent wreath. In the beginning, when my kids were little, this happened, you know, after dinner. But as the kids got older, um, we found with sports practice and play practice and my husband was further along in his military career, so often he wasn't home for dinner. We mm. found that breakfast was a time that we could intentionally focus on Jesus um, before everybody headed off to school and work. Um, and so that's something to consider. Um, mm. Also, you know, we can do this in the car as we're driving yes. to and from practice. Yeah. Two, obviously it'd be great for you to sit down as a family every day, but that's not realistic. So sometimes if it has to happen in the car, that's okay too. Um, yeah. And I feel like a question I get a lot is what do you do for teens? Because there's a lot of content out there. There's great uh, Advent devotion guides for families with small children, with elementary mm-hmm. age children, but there's not a lot for teens. Um, So I wanted to share one idea that we did. And then also a a great resource I found that's free um, Mm -hmm. that I want to share with you. So um, one thing that we did do a a lot of years was nativity making contests. Um, And so we would take just like random um, Legos that were assigned in a bag and uh, you had to make a nativity scene or we did it with gingerbread house kits Mm -hmm. that you had to transform or just even graham crackers. We did that as our family, but we also sometimes invited over other teens to do that with us. Um, And that would just be one of our activities during the month. Um, But as I said, there's not a lot of guides for teens. So I found right. one. Um, it's called the Names of Jesus Christmas Advent Guide, and it's put out by youthministry.com. It's okay. very well done. Um, I love this guide because it's easy to do. It's simple and it's appropriate for teens. Like they're yeah. going to find it interesting and fun. It's some of the days have like a short video clip to show them to engage conversation. And that's very appealing to teens. Some of the components are it's going to have a short video or simple activity, some questions you can ask your teens. There's an optional decoration that you can just print out to hang to reinforce that particular name of Jesus. They give you a sticky note idea for just to put on the bathroom mirror to reinforce it. I love that. It's super easy. Um, and a prayer. And if you have younger children that would want to color, it gives you an optional ornament you could print out, but I wouldn't do that with teens at all. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but the biggest thing I think that we have to do with mm-hmm. teens to create this rhythm of grace is we need to encourage during these 10 to 15 minutes, no electronics and electronics are away. And yeah. I think that's going to bring in a lot of peace of the season. Yeah. Um, and then, just some other minor things. We do watch movies about the real meaning of Christmas during the month of Advent. And that can be done with teens too. So nativity story, yeah. the chosen series now has two Christmas specials. Um, and then another thing I think to consider with teens is music, right? They are so musical. They got their device always with yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found some playlists that we listen to and, one that just came out this week was the Chosen um, Christmas Special playlist. It's called Chosen or Christmas with the Chosen, the Messengers. 
It is amazing. It's so worshipful and the music is hip and current and fresh. Um, and so I would just encourage those things for teens. That's yeah. just kind of my biggest yeah. heart this year is coming up with new stuff for them. Oh, I love that. And and I'm just going to like put a caveat there that you can say it's like hip and cool because you actually work with college kids. So you maybe have a more fresh idea of what that actually, actually means and looks like. But I just maybe, love... Maybe, not. <laughs> we'll let our kids judge about <laughs> that one. But um, I just love what you said at the beginning that you, in order to say, to say yes... To, to to seizing these rhythms of grace. It's going to take saying no to some things because our calendars can just be so busy. And I, have, I just love that framework and I'm just going to repeat it to bring it to mind again that as you're looking at your calendar and praying over it, the questions to ask is, does this minister to me and my family or am I ministering to someone else? Does, is this a ministry to someone else? And kind of allowing that to be a framework about what you say yes and no to, but also to be the framework about how you approach those events that you will then be taking part of, like as a ministering event to other people or filling our soul with the wonder of God. So um, I am going to link those teen resources that you talked about, the study and the music, I'm going to link those in the show notes. So if you're listening, if you click on the art and get down to the show notes in your podcast app, you will find there the, the resources. There'll just be a clickable link and you can get right to those resources. So those are perfect. My yeah, second also on my blog, bethrunkle.com, I do have stuff about the gingerbread or the nativity gingerbread Lego competition stuff. Okay, awesome. And I'll make sure I um, also in that resources, you'll also find the link to Beth's blog. So you'll be able to go there and find that as well. So thank you for sharing that. And the second question I wanted to ask you is, what is one attribute of Jesus that you are just really treasuring right now during this season? Yeah, um, so I thought about that. Um, And I think it's really just his faithfulness. I think our world is really chaotic right now, um, and I'm clinging to the faithfulness of God, hmm. um, just to know that He is faithful even when we are faithless, and also to know that this world, this is not all that we have. We're not supposed to be content and satisfied with this world, and hmm. and to look at the chaos around us and the, all the uncertainty and say, I know that God is faithful. And because of that, I know that Jesus is coming back and that this uncomfortableness in this world, this is not what it's all about. Mm. Comfort is coming because God is faithful and every promise he has made has been fulfilled. And I know that Jesus is coming back, which reminds me why I I believe Jesus is coming back soon, which means we need to be more intentional of taking as many people to the kingdom with us as we can. And I love Advent as a time to do that, Hmm. to focus people on what is this season all about? It's really about sharing the good news of Jesus so people can have that hope of eternity with Christ as well. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So beautifully said. Beth, thank you so much for this Christmas encouragement. We really appreciate you sharing with us and opening your heart and um, just being able to encourage us. So thank you so much. Sure. Thank you for the opportunity. Merry Christmas. 
Thank you for joining us. These will be many episodes that I will release every day leading up to Christmas. Sometimes I will interview someone and ask them, what is your rhythm of grace? And other times, it will just be me reading scripture. I pray that you have a wonderful season where you can savor the wonder.